up squad it's maddie aka mads tads on instagram as some of you probably know me better that way i'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so i can take you outside the four walls that is soul cycle and into the world beyond the bike former hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at soul cycle i'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where i am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves stick around it's going to be a wild ride this is mad stats beyond the bike ah happy monday everybody we are back on the pod after, well, last week was pretty shaky and wild. And if you did not feel that energy, I must say power to you because I don't know from what I was feeling and some of my close friends and confidants and just the general consensus of the peanut gallery was last week we were quote unquote going through it. I actually learned today that apparently Mercury, Mercury, I can't say Mercury was in retrograde. So I was like, cool, perfect. Everything all makes sense. Blame it on Mercury being in retrograde. See you later. Goodbye. Um, so yeah, going into this week, which I believe is week 17, week 18 of the queue. As the lovely Carol Lennon on my podcast last week talked about, I believe she coined the word the Q for quarantine. I do not know, but uh, I highly suggest that you listen to last week's podcast with Kara. She is absolutely amazing. One of my closest friends and confidants in Boston definitely has talked me off the ledge and out of jumping on a plane and hightailing it back to California. So uh, we are just, I love her. Uh, Go back and listen for sure follow her, stalk her, Elevate by K program, all the good things. But this week, I just wanted to pop on and really just give you a little pep talk, a little advice. I call it um, when I am in desperate need of changing my mindset. I'm like, I need the spiritual two by four. I need the smackdown right now. Somebody come on down and give it to me. And I'm just going to tell you about a little situation that happened over last week and going into this weekend and just really reframing the narrative and the mindset around um, kind of what is happening with the current state of affairs, at least in the Northeast slash Boston and or also with SoulCycle. Um, Last week, you know, I was coming off of a week in my Wicked Fearless program where we were talking about vulnerability and authenticity and just really being inside it, owning your mess, all these amazing things that we work with throughout um, the Wicked Fearless program, which is my mindset coaching program. And so I showed up on Instagram last week and I was just in my feelings and I put it out there um, hoping that it would be well received, but obviously... um, I was almost blinded by the fact that I'm normally surrounded by such amazing, awesome people um, that I forget that when you put things out on the internet, um, you are also opening yourself up to all the things and array of people that can just, um, just say really awful things or come at you from a place of unknowing. Um, I like to call it trigger fingers and this is not like an alluding or alludement to anything to do with guns but what I mean is more like trigger fingers quick fingers 
behind a computer. Um, because nowadays everyone can have an opinion um, and have it not even be based on anything about you. They could not know you. They don't know your heart. They don't know literally anything. And people right now, more so than ever, can just spew whatever they want at you. And if they don't like whatever it is you like, they don't, they can just write it off and they can say the most nasty, disheartening, evil things from behind the comfort of their computer and not have to ever look you in the eye and say it to your face. Um, and that's something that I ran into a little bit when I put myself out there as, um, just as in my own vulnerability last week, feeling super low. This is 100% one of the hardest times that I think I've experienced in my life. In fact, I related the way I felt last week to the loss of my my most recent dog, Daisy. Um, so if you've been on this journey for a while, then you, you know the deal on that. And if you don't, I suggest you go back quite a few episodes. I mean, not really that many episodes actually, but to um, experiencing that kind of grief and loss. And it's the same kind of grief and loss that I'm dealing with um, is the loss of my sense of self. And, um, you know, I've, I've worked for soul for so many years and been so, it's it's so ingrained in my (laughs) DNA at this point that, um, I'm really trying to figure out and establish who I am without it. And that has been a point for some massive introspection and it's really scary. And, It's scary to really be in your head and in your thoughts and in your feelings like, okay, well, what what am I without this company and what do I bring to the table? And, you know, I've been, now you have to walk your talk about wanting to build a business beyond the bike, which, you know, I'm very much in right now and I'm doing it. And um, something I posted today that popped in my head from listening to Go Figure Rachel Hollis and Elizabeth Gilbert did a interview on one of her most recent episodes of her podcast, but um, Elizabeth Gilbert quoted somebody by, I believe the name Rob Bell. I, I tried to find this quote. I've Googled it. It's nowhere to be found. So we'll just credit where credit's due. I didn't say this. I didn't make this up. I've heard it and it resonated with me beyond anything I can feel like has resonated with me in so long, but... The butterflies in your stomach mean you have skin in the game. And that is really honestly what the past um, several weeks or more have felt like in all the ways. In building the website, in trying to do live classes, in trying to make something out of all the things that I never in my life thought that I would have to um, grapple with or build so quickly. I always thought that I was I had time because I knew that I would be riding a bike for many more years in my mind. Um, the thought of being beyond the bike was never something in my adherent future. And yet now it is very much a, a it's here. It's, it's, it's right now. Very much so. And that has been a really wild concept to wrap my, my head around. Um, you know, it's one thing to love your job and be passionate about your job 
and all the things. And it's quite another for your job to be your safe space and your first love and your passion and your purpose. And then um, I've been describing my relationship with soul right now like when you know that indefinitely it will not, it will, you'll have to move beyond it like it is serving you for this chapter of your life and it's amazing and you're so in it and you're going to do it for all it's worth and take it to the moon while you can. But never in my wildest dreams did I think about it being more or less out of my control or like quite frankly ripped from me. And I know that a lot of people can relate to this in the loss of their jobs, um, the loss of love, like there's just a lot of loss. It's a grieving. I mean, this is grief. And maybe it's surface level for some, maybe it's super deep for others, maybe, I mean, it's everywhere on the spectrum for everyone right now. But I know from where I sit, it's like, it feels like the deep loss of, it feels like a breakup. It's like when you're with someone and you know they're bad for you and you know you got to get out of the relationship and you don't do anything about it, but then they break up with you and you're angry about it and you're, you're like caught off guard. And that's kind of what my relationship with soul feels like right now. It's like, I can't control what's happening. Um, I am still in love with you, but I can't get back together with you because it's beyond my means. And I was sure as shit not ready to break up with you. Um, Life on life's terms, baby. That's the best way I can describe the relationship I have with my mothership that is soul right now. And there's a level of serious grief. And I showed up last week on my Instagram and I went live and I um, just was expressing my feelings. And it I don't normally show up like that. You know, I know that my role is to be a positive role model and a mindset and all this stuff. But I also think that my whole page and everything I'm about has always been like, if you're not on the whole journey you don't get to be on any of the journey and I mean that in the sense of like you can't just be around for the good things in someone's life the high moments when they're holding the medal when they make master instructor when they do all the things you have to also be around for the ride in the lowest of lows because that's how you determine who your innermost circle is and who your people are. And it's so, so crucial to look up every once in a while just to see who's still standing with you even when you're in the deepest, darkest, lowest valley. It is only when you are lying on the bathroom floor and you pick up the phone, who do you call? Who can you call? Or better yet, who walks through the bathroom door and says, hey babe, I gotta get you up out of here because this is not where you belong Those are your people. And during this time, call it the queue, it has been really eye-opening to experience who those people are in, I know not only just my life, but in so many of the lives of people around me. And it's just a really telling, interesting time. And I'm not saying to discredit people or pass judgment on people because everybody's going through their own process right now of grieving this so-called life that we thought we were going to have this year. And so many of my friends were going to get married or, you know, weddings have been called off. People are getting sick and and dying. Like there is so much grief at hand. And... 
my thought process was to bring more awareness to the fact that for some reason we're supposed to just act like we're cool and everything's okay. We always are supposed to come off like we have it all together, whether that be just for the camera of social media or just to save face when we're out in public. Like I used to laugh when people would be like, Maddie, how are you doing today? How are you holding up? And my immediate response would be like, oh, I'm great. No, I'm not great. I'm not fucking good. Like, why do you have to say you're good when you're not good? It's like this, this social thing that we, I don't, I don't know, but my intention was to just open up the floor and be vulnerable and put myself out there in hopes that it would show and empower someone else to know that they're not alone and that they are completely valid in however they're feeling about the array of things going on in the universe right now, in the world right now, pandemic, all the racial injustice going on. Like there is so much shit happening. The loss of loved ones, the loss of jobs, the loss of livelihood, the loss of like, I mean, loss, 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 grieving, grieving. Like that's the theme is like massive loss and grieving over all the different things going on in all of our lives right now. And it's not discrediting. Like I can feel loss and be upset about where I am and feel for you and also be showing up and doing what I can for this pandemic and also being an ally advocate person to Black Lives Matter movement and it's not a but or an if or like if I'm you know oh how dare you feel a certain way you are valid in your feelings of whatever it is you're going through right now because you're feeling low doesn't discredit someone else's lowness like we can't play the game of who is worse off here because then it's just like a bloody mess for everybody and no one gets better. To discredit someone else's loss or the way they're feeling just it, 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 it moves the whole thing back in process. And no one wins. No one comes out of it. No one comes out of it almost like unscathed that way. If we're just playing the who's got it worse game. There's always going to be a worse off. So how do we flip the narrative to I'm feeling this way and I'm going to still show up. I'm showing I'm being vulnerable here in hopes that someone knows they're not alone in their feelings. Because someone might be so alone right now and so lonely and so desperate just to see someone else being brave to show them that they themselves can be brave and that is the point of vulnerability at its finest i'm bearing my soul in hopes that my pain and my hurt and my grief might empower and encourage someone else to open up which then encourages someone else to open up which then we start to all open up it's like the gradual process of like literally your rib cage starting to just release relax and your shoulders starting to drop and you bearing your heart and soul a little more and it's like it's like a, a it's like the train and then it's snowball effects because if I can help someone else maybe they help someone else and maybe they help someone else and it becomes this train of of goodness and opening up and talking about it and normalizing these feels of loss and grief and all the all just the horrible things going on right now because this is a hard time for most people 
I'd, I'd argue to say that this is just some wild, unimaginable stuff we're going through right here, right now. Of course, there have been times that have been worse than this in history, I'm sure. 100%. But right here, right now, the way you feel is valid. And you're not alone in it. And I just can't stress that enough as a reminder that the way you feel doesn't discredit how someone else feels and doesn't disempower someone else. In fact, it might just be the thing that helps someone else open up when they thought they were so alone and couldn't relate. And you might be that one thing to help someone, to pull someone out, to be that hand that opens the door to the bathroom and reaches out and says, I'm going to get you up off the floor because you can't stay there. I mentioned that last week. Falling down. Inevitable. You're going to fall down. When you make peace with that, you find massive amounts of freedom. And you you bring, you know, like it, the, the fear, the big scary monster becomes so much smaller when you just make peace with the fact that of course you're going to fall down. The hurdle is not as scary when you know you're going to smack your knee into it on the track field. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. I've made peace with it fine. Be that person that knows it's inevitable, learn from it, and then reach out and help someone else up who needs it. Because after all, like that's the whole sole purpose of the work that I know I'm doing. And I know so many people out there are doing, it's just to lift someone else up. Can you be the hand that reaches out and says, I got you you're on the bathroom floor, you're allowed to feel your moment and you are so, so in your feelings and that is okay and valid and I'm seeing you and hearing you and I can appreciate you for where you are, but I'm also not going to allow you to stay there. That is some seriously empowering stuff. And I want to leave you with that going into your week. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that'll do. I am just so grateful. So, so grateful for everyone who continues to show up and continues to listen and share and spread the podcast, Mads Tads Beyond the Bike. It is just such an honor and I don't take this work lightly and I am just always, always in awe of how everyone continues to show up throughout this wild process and throughout all these past weeks that we have been getting through together. One foot in front of the other, one pedal stroke in front of the other. If you are looking for me beyond the podcast, you can find me at www.madstads.com. And also where I primarily hang out is Instagram at Mads Tads. Find me, stalk me, DM me, let me know what you think. I absolutely, absolutely love to hear from each and every one of you. And I appreciate you sharing, commenting, and also leaving feedback on the podcast, on Apple, all the things y'all do. It just means the most to me. And I am sending you so much love and light going into this next week. We got this. We can do this. As Glennon Doyle says, we can absolutely do hard things. 
Let's freaking go. And beyond that, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.